0: Welcome to a Skyrimatic podcast where I will discuss my adventures and misadventures through Skyrim. Join me. Add your stories. Add your tales. Let's uh, let's get into this thing. Hello, welcome back, Skyrimatic podcast number eighty-five returning from vacation uh victor and colin took over last week i haven't gotten a lot of play time in um since i just got back and uh i've actually been uh, uh exercising and doing healthy things oddly <laughs> sitting in a chair playing a game can kill your back at a certain age and uh yeah it did that to me earlier in the year so uh trying to recover from that and feeling much better but um Yep, so it's away. Uh, I brought uh, my Xbox One with me. I didn't bring my uh, little gaming computer with me this time. Uh, We did that last year, actually, or last vacation, and I played some Skyrim while I was away, but uh, I played mostly Fallout and Minecraft while I was away. And uh, Connor started playing (laughs) Fallout, so uh, I didn't get much playtime either. It's hard to play on silent, so other than that, I'm just... itching to get back into uh, into my Conjuration uh, Necromancer character in uh, in Skyrim. And uh, also I, I decided I wanted to do, I had some plans I wanted to do for, because uh, I haven't really been doing anything with the YouTube channel in a long time, and this is all Elder Scrolls stuff I'm going to be doing. So <clears throat> I decided I'm going to break out the, because uh, last I played Oblivion, I was playing on my PC um, with uh, Joy to Key. To get it uh, to work with the controller, uh, and I wasn't really running any mods anyway, so I think I'm gonna hop back into Oblivion and then start completely clean on the 360 uh, and do some Oblivion play on on YouTube. Uh, not you know maybe twice a week, twenty minute shots here and there. Um, you know I'm no twenty something British person who has a massive career on YouTube like it seems everybody who is, Um, but but, uh, I enjoyed doing it, and uh, I want to get back into Oblivion again, and that's a good way, Uh, so I think we're going to hop back in Oblivion and do that, so if you do YouTube stuff, if you like watching YouTube or anything like that, check out our channel, I'll put it in the show notes, if not, you can go to the website, it's there, Uh, and also, I'm going to give Morrowind on 360 a go again, Uh, I got it working last time, It's really funky to play, though, man. Oh, man, is it funky to play. But uh, I'm going to break it out again because, oddly enough, that is the most popular video (laughs) that we've ever posted by, like, a lot, (laughs) by multiple factors. (laughs) Um, So I I think we're going to do a little 360 Oblivion and 360 Morrowind play to go with my Skyrim. I I love this Conjuration character, and I'm super, super excited to get back into it um i know colin's been playing a ton of skyrim also and uh, i think victor still has as well um oh you'll hear from uh, actually colin and juan at the end of the episode they on the last uh fallout roundtable during the uh we record record two episodes at once so during the break in the middle they talked a bunch of eso so i kind of lifted that from there and i'm going to put it in here so if you want to hear some eso talk juan and uh Juan and Colin are kind of going over some stuff that they're doing on ESO, which is pretty fun. And, uh, me, I'm just, I'm just getting ready. Like I said, get back into Skyrim. Uh I'm going to get back into oblivion. I, I just got to change my setup. I had you know, I took a bunch of stuff apart, obviously to go away on vacation. So it's all, you know, and I'm just reorganizing. And today was uh San Diego Comic-Con hotel day, which is a big hassle and a half. So I was, I was messing with that. And, uh, You know, just getting back in sorts, uh, you know, two days back to work after vacation is, man, (laughs) and then the cold weather hit again, of course, but, uh, so I have have some feedback here from Dave, and then after that'll be Colin and Juan doing some ESO talk, so let's see, let me pull this up, Uh, so if you remember, he's bringing... McBeta is coming back from ESO. He wasn't real thrilled with... The, I believe uh, Dave didn't really enjoy the um, Thieves' Guild uh, that was going on over there. Just in not work for him or whatever. So he's bringing McBeta character back to Skyrim, where it originally started. And uh, So he's doing a little bit of a, a re- return backstory. But um, he's going to be using a mod called Inigo. It's a Khajiit follower. Um, he actually heard about it on the modcasts, which we haven't done in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor was doing them with uh, Blake and and Colin. They're much better at the modding than I am. But um, <clears throat> So he's going to be using the Inigo mod, but uh, he's, his Khajiit will be Yendigo like YN, instead of uh, Inigo. Just you know, for a little bit of immersion, I guess, to avoid issues. And uh, he really likes the mod, so... Oh, the comments by Anigo are priceless sometimes. I'm going to have to add that, especially like his first meeting with Lydia. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to have to add Anigo. I'm I'm interested in checking that out. Um right now I'm I gotta remember where I am. Uh I gotta get back on it. I know I added the Dark Brotherhood expansion mod, so I'll probably be going through that storyline coming up here uh with my hordes and hordes of conjured beasts and uh dragon priests and everything else. I definitely got to get back into that um, if, you know, some other little person in the house here is not taking up uh, taking up playtime. But yeah, look out for some Oblivion tomorrow. Wind coming up. I'm not sure when I'm going to get to it exactly. I got to reorganize my equipment down here, but uh, that'll definitely be happening. So here we go. A Khajiit and a Friend. An extract from the Journals of McBeta Blackstone. I stared at the ceiling and thought, Oh Gods, so my back still hurts, along with my head and my arms and my legs. This bloody cure was becoming worse than origi- than the original wound, which was healed now. The priest had explained that the pain was the poison being drawn out of my system. All would soon be pain free. He insisted, not bloody soon enough. I thought it's been two weeks since that bloody cat stuck a poison arrow in me. How could he go that How could he go that to me, his friend? Some bloody friend. If I catch him drinking bloody skuma again, he's going to find it out. He's going to find it goes where the sun doesn't shine. The priest finally left me in peace. Wojita the Argonian f- female looked in on me to see if I wanted anything else before she left. She had brought me some food and water. She had been looking after me as a favor to the Dunmer woman, Makachia, who was paying for all this. She just said she knew Thane Makachia was a good person. Vikara said that <clears throat> the Thane had helped her in the past, and this was how she was helping her, helping repay her. Makachia. That, that name had a familiar sound. I'm sure I knew a Dunmer woman called Makachia. Ujita fed me potato soup with bread chunks followed by some tepid water. After I'd finished, she said I was a good boy. God, I was probably older than her. Or then again, maybe not. Argonians are another really long-lived race, too. I remembered. Something to do with her cold blood. The sweet roll I had said to leave for later. The sweet roll I had said to leave for later. Still no alcohol until I was off those bloody awful-tasting potions, and I was forced to swallow twice a day. Vegeta said if the medicine tasted bad, then it was good for me. God, that was a tale my mother told me. Wait, how did I know that? I eventually laid back to rest again. thought to myself, where is that bloody Khajiit? He has to be around somewhere. Ah, my friend, you're waiting for me? Yes. Oh, my Khajiit voice is so bad. Uh, a familiar voice broken to my reverie. <clears throat> how in the hells of oblivion does he do that? He munched at my sweet roll. Yendigo, you great useless bloody cat. How did you get in here? Hey, wait, that's my sweet roll. He just grinned and licked his lips as the last of the sweet roll disappeared into his mouth. You're still craving that bloody useless bow I see. Are you planning to fire a poison arrow into the front of me this time and hope I'll explain to you how badly you aim? I asked a bit tersely. Indigo grimaced and said, Macbeta has forgiven Inigo, perhaps, yes, they're kind of like Yoda, Khajiit, aren't they? Macbeta has forgiven Yndigo, no, you great, useless piece of walking fur armor, I said, trying to look fierce. He continued, Yndigo blamed himself, and so did that lady Makachia who gave who gave you succour for me <coughs> for me, I was put in the riftin' dudges. For attempted murder by that same lady, she was upset with Yindigo, and she had many powerful friends in the city. Only now that you are recovering, did she allow me out, my friend. I was really upset. How could I have missed that orc bandit and hit you? He was as huge as a troll. That one. What was worse was there was an arrow. Was that the arrow was coated with one of your strange negate magic potions? You know. The one I was to use on mages. I pulled the wrong arrow, my friend, in my stupefied state. The tall, bluish Khajiit, with his familiar scarred nose and jaw, looked contrite. Again I say, I am sorry, my friend, it will not happen again. Gods, if I catch you with that skummel on job again, I'll bloody skin you for a cloak, I swear. You are quick to say that, my friend, but an ego always, always too fast for you. Your magics will ruin the beautiful fur of my bloody of my body in any case, and then it would be useless to you. And you are pretty rubbish on the tanning rack anyway. You would only get scrapes, yes? I know. Pretty blue scrapes, but just scrapes scraps, sorry. He grinned his big toothy grin at me. Gods I had missed this He had kept me sane for the last ten years while I tried to remember or find out who I was. All I really remembered was my name, McBeta Blackstone, and I'm a Dunmer from Morrowind, I think. But from now on, that's what what was driving me mad. But not from now. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. A Dunmer from Morrowind, I think. But not from now. That's what was driving me mad. I seem to have just appeared in Cyrodiil about ten years ago, suffering from some form of amnesia an ego protected me in those early days and kept me alive you disappeared in front of me naked as the day you were born you were freezing cold and muttering things about morrowind and oblivion he said to me afterwards he was an assassin who had just lost his brother recently and was still grieving when he found me even so he cared for me kept me alive clothed and fed me until i was able to get around on my own I suppose in the end we just got used to each other. He was a trained assassin, outstanding with the bow and deadly with the short weapons. I was reasonably, I was a reasonably accomplished mage whose destruction and conjuration skills complemented his skills and we just became friends. I had a real skill in alchemic potions. I just seemed to know all about them in my head. My magic was pretty good too. He just didn't care about my sudden appearance out of nowhere because he said... He has recorded in his book and then it, has it recorded in his book and then ignored it. The book is called Inigo the Brave, which he reads to me often, usually when we are in camp waiting to hear about our next target or job. As for me, I'm a dark elf mage who is pretty good in archery conjuration and enchanting. I have some reasonable skills in destruction, sneak and illusion. I excel in alchemy, but it is almost all about poisons because the ingredients I get are mostly from animals and fungi, but also from my foraging. I do remember being taught alchemy by a woman. I have limited skills in speech, one-handed, and lockpicking, but they are improving. I have virtually no skills in anything else. Don't ask me to make anything. The best I could do is make a bone or stone hunting knife. Why would I do that when I can just pick up iron or steel hunting knives cheaply almost in any store i do seem to have excellent hunter skills indigo says i hunt skin butcher and forage like a master but my tanning skills he says you are as a child there my friend gods i need to get back on my feet soon i am so bloody weak I, i can't even cast a healing spell on myself the priest says it will come back in time Together, we made a pretty formidable formidable team of adventurers taking on any job. Our motto was, no job too small, no fee too big. Yandigo leaned forward and said, Did you know you have a black saber cat laying across the back door of this house? What an oblivion, I thought. He continued, The lady Makachia, after she freed me, said you needed your bodyguard back. You should know that the cat has a scar on the trump. "'shaped just like the scar on your arse. "'Strange, is it not?' "'She said you would know Drogo from before. "'Drogo,' I thought. "'Drogo.' "'I shouted at Yendego. "'That's the name of the bloody saber-cat "'I keep having nightmares about. It "'It snuffles in its sleep "'and keeps getting in the way of everything, "'especially at doors. "'It keeps pretending to be stealthy "'and then bloody runs in before I can do anything.' It's as mad as Shay Grath, that bloody cat. This can't be real. I'm definitely going to get a dog. That has to be better. Peace, my friend. Rest in Yindingo. Yindigo will calm you with one of the exciting tales and adventures of his brother when they were young foolish kittens. I fall asleep with Yindingo. Reading me a story from his book, Yadingo the Brave. Yadigo the Brave. I had heard it all before many times. There are really only five stories in the book. Just varies the route to the end by taking himself about, talking to himself about what decisions to, to take next. It's actually quite soothing. Oh, while I was reading that, I thought uh, I just remembered. Um, Keek's Quest is coming back in April, apparently. Uh, I saw a tweet. I forget the creator's name, um, but he mentioned that there there will be a new episode in April. So if you enjoy Keeg's Quest, look for a new episode in April on iTunes um, from him. I that show is hilarious, and if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Uh, if you just search Skyrim on iTunes, it's one of the top uh, one of the top podcasts on there. It's it it's a audio drama, well audio comedy drama. <laughs> Of uh of based in Skyrim, but uh Keith's Quest will be back apparently in April. Uh, it's been a long time between episodes. I think the last one may have been in August or something. Um, Dave reading Dave's uh, thing just reminded me of that. As a matter of fact, um, because of uh it's similar tones, but uh Keith's Quest is far is uh, a pretty hilarious thing. <laughs> He does all the voice acting and all. It's 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 pretty good. So, all right, he's cleaned out of Skyrim and started fresh. Uh, he's playing around with Perma, but finally settled back on Requiem. Uh, the slow build suits his playstyle, and he may try a different character using Perma uh, now that he's back full time on Skyrim. Yes, great game. Gets him every time. Me too. Same thing. Uh, He is using Frostfall and Hunterborn as well. And using I Need with Immersive just about everything. EFF instead of AFT. Not using Horses and No Fast Travel. And he'll be using Solid Weapons as playing a Witch Hunter. Uh, He'll need Silver Weapons against the Undead. That was a big thing in Oblivion, actually. You need it... um, Against the undead or ghosts, you had to have silver or enchanted weapons, or you weren't, for people who didn't play Oblivion, uh, you were not damaging them at all, unless it was magic based or silver. Enchanted in some way, or using magic, whatever. But uh, yeah, don't go in there with like a some kind of broadsword or whatever and think you're killing a ghost, because it was not happening. <laughs> Primary skills are archery, destruction, and enchanting, followed by conjuration, lockpicking, and alchemy. Sneaking single handed, we'll just have to level up naturally. Setting Hunterborn to master level, as McBeta is meant to be a really good hunter. Able to skin and tan and make water skins, hide cloaks, etc., leathers, and cleaned pelts, but no smithing. Normal walking everywhere, and I do mean walking. You need to walk to really explore. That is an amazing way to play. You, you probably see so many nooks and crannies of the world that you miss by by fast traveling. Um and all those mods just add so much to it. I I'm definitely once I'm done with um this conjuration character, I'm definitely going to do some uh frostfall and some needs mods and things like that. I, I, I'm gonna hop over to the Nexus as opposed to working off the uh Steam Workshop, which I do now. You know, I just it's I'm I'm just in the middle of this character and I'm enjoying it so much. So I'm just uh just adding on what I can from there for now, and 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 I don't want to give up all the hours I've put into this character at the moment because uh, you know I'm just really really digging it. But uh, so here's a another extract from uh, the Journal of Macbeta Blackstone. Memories. It's been seven weeks since my wounding, and three since I managed to keep myself vertical for more than about an hour at a time. Drogo my saber cat, I suppose you could call him, wasn't as I remembered from my nightmares. He still lay across the doorways, but now I really got the impression he was guarding it. Honeyside has two doors, and to begin with, he moved silently between the two as if confused to which one he should be guarding. Eventually he settled on the door closest to my bed. It was actually comforting in a strange way. Yandigo and Drogo seemed to hit it off right from the start. <laughs> cat and mouth or cat and dog, sorry. No, wait, yeah, Sabre Cat. No, they're both cats. Uh duh, what am I thinking? Sabre cat is a cat. <laughs> they went hunting in the wilds just outside Riften, and often came back with fresh meat of some type. We certainly ate well enough, and I seemed to have developed a knack of cooking. It was almost as if I had the recipes in my head. Often the pair would sit together for hours on the balcony and read in the rear of the house, whilst that bloody Khajiit read his journal to Drogo. Drogo just lay there, snuffled away. Looking in my direction occasionally, looking bored with his head resting on his paws. The occasional yawn and snuffle were forthcoming, too. I could almost imagine the paws going over the ears, though. I just got on with tanning whatever skins they brought back from their hunting. The clean pelts sold well. It was relaxing, and I was remembering more skills and experience, experiencing what appeared to be old memories returning. Eventually, when boredom drove me out i went with them to do normal things like hunting and foraging and managed to practice my archery and magic it was good to be up and about and my skills were definitely returning i collected ingredients for an alchemy student ingun blackbriar who had asked me if i could pick up some on my forays into the wilds she seemed pleasant enough last for an imperial and was obviously quite talented i got free access on any potion, she put into her personal chest, so I got paid in a way. Elgrim, her alchemy master, seemed a crotchety old bugger, but very knowledgeable, if a bit absent- absent-minded. His long-suffering wife, a nice lady, and I don't know how she put up with him at times. In the field, my magic was still weak and taking a long time to return. I thought about this a lot. Normally, negate magic poison, was used to limit or stop the target's magica, usually just before the target died. I hadn't died, so I was experiencing what happens to a mage when their magicka is damaged by the poison. I discovered it was not a pleasant experience. Magicka potions don't seem to help either. I need to investigate this in more detail when my power returns, if they ever do. I could still cast a couple of destruction spells, fire spark, and lightning. Fire sparks was my strongest, and I focused on on practicing this before all others. I could cast a much hotter flame with this spell. My conjuration spell, Bound Sword, lasted about two minutes, was which was almost acceptable. More would come with the practice, but it did cost me too much magic at times. On the other hand, my summoned Skeletal Soldier hardly lasted a few seconds, which was abysmal. Then again, the magicka cost was minimal. Yandigo would laugh and chortle at my antics with my skeleton warrior saying, It was just a waste of good magicka, yes? I just ignored the full cheat, knowing that Boney would, c- would come good with practice. Where'd that bloody name come from? It seemed familiar. Using this amount of magicka meant I needed to create a lot of regenerate magicka or restore magicka potions. My alchemy skill had benefited from this, but always so slowly. There were a few suitable ingredients available in this part of the country. I started to explore Riften once. I felt able. I felt accompanied by Yendigo for preference. Drogo was made to stay back at the house, usually sunning himself on the balcony at the rear. I discovered the canals and the infamous ratway. This was meant to be the haunt of the equally infamous thieves' guild. Yendigo and I explored... This warrens of tunnels, and I was surprised how many people lived or existed there. Nobody seemed to be bothered by us. It was almost as though they were ex- they were accepted as part of them. We were accepted as part of them. I found it a bit disconcerting to be honest. However, one day we headed down to the ratway and along a passageway towards the bridge thing into the ragged flag and we almost stumbled across a pair of louts who were up to no good by the sounds of it. When they heard us, the archer turned and attacked without warning. Out went Boney, just beyond the archer, and came up my bow. Yindigo rushed forward with his sword. That fool Khajiit nearly got chopped by the warrior hiding in the corner. Luckily, he saw the great sword swing towards him, ducked and rolled forward, ending up behind the warrior. Boney and Yindi- Yandigo both struck the warrior at the same time, and then Boney just collapsed as normal. His time was obviously up. Bloody conjuration spells spell limits are going to be the death of me. Yandigo finished the job and then watched his bow ready as I fired my fired my own adversary with my fire spark spell just after I had put an arrow in his thigh. Why not the knee? Gotta be the knee. <laughs> that definitely slowed the deaf sod down somewhat. I think I think we maybe need to get out of Riften for a while, I suggested. Yandigo he nodded silent. I suggested to Yendigo. He nodded silently and we were headed back the way we came out of the ratway. We discussed our route out of Riften over a drink during our evening meal. We eventually decided to head west towards Helgen and White Run. A bit of a walk, but we were in no particular hurry. It was late spring and the weather seemed settled. Might might even get the odd jo- odd paying job if we were lucky. I said to Yndigo as we settled down for last night's sleep in Riften for a while. Oh, uh, Riften. Yeah, Riften's an odd town. Uh, you just can't really avoid anything that's going on there, you know? You just kind of end up in there. It's, it's weird. Because I was listening to... Um, and I, I never really thought of it. I was uh, doing a binge listen of uh, Classic Elder Scrolls off the record. Uh, yesterday at work, I think it was Mike that was talking about it. Uh, how you can only you have to like encounter all these people when you get into town, and it it is kind of a little. I do find that a bit immersion breaking. It would be nice if you could just because Riften is such a shady town, you should just be able to sneak in there, and uh, you know, do whatever you want. Um, it's like, yeah, it just breaks the immersion a bit. That's all, but uh. Maybe we'll see something a little different in 6. God, I'm hoping... I, I, I know it's not likely, but I'm hoping E3 and we get a 6 announcement. But I doubt it. I'm really more hoping for next year because I, I don't hold out a lot of hope for this year. But um, uh, I do have uh, two more for Dave. I'm actually going to save uh, them for this weekend because I'll be recording in a couple days on the weekend. Um, so I, I don't want to burn through everything right here. And I'm already at a half hour. So, and uh, somebody has some homework to do, not me. Uh, (laughs) So I'll be doing those two this weekend. And coming up, you'll be hearing, uh, like I said, Juan and Colin talking some ESO. Uh, If you ever want to hop on the show, uh, SkyrimaticPodcast at gmail.com. And if you enjoy it, please leave a review on iTunes. That would be fantastic. Uh, We do have an Amazon link on the ASA podcasting page. If you click through there when you're buying stuff. Uh, just a small percentage comes this way. It goes towards the podcast. Um, anything we've never come close to getting the amount, but anything over, I, th- I think, usually my yearly cost is probably like, I don't know, like two two hundred something dollars or whatever for everything I do. But um, anything over that goes to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So if you do use that link, um, some comes to the show here, and then anything above what I've, you know, what's been put out of pocket goes directly to Cystic Fibrosis Foundation like we did the charity event for last year so uh, if you think about it you can use that Amazon link that would be fantastic if not uh, I know if you use Amazon Smile local schools and stuff you can uh, use it for those I I have mine set up where it goes to the local school here um, because I can't have it go to my own that would be silly Uh, so (laughs) so anything I purchase a percentage of that goes to uh, the local school here so even if you don't use this one look into one uh to use using anyone uh a charity anything you like it, it's a great little feature of amazon and you know a, like a couple percentage points will will go of every purchase will go to whatever you put it towards so uh check out that if you can and that's all i got um keep an eye out on youtube for whatever i end up doing with uh oblivion and morrowind and i'll be talking about it here and I'll see if I can uh, schedule with Victor and Colin and the guys. If anybody else wants to come on and, and talk some Skyrim, let me know. Or anything Elder Scrolls. Uh, just hit me up on the uh, email or Twitter. Skyrimatic Podcast on Twitter. Um, where else am I? Instagram. Skyrimatic Podcast on Instagram, I believe. Uh, you can message me there if you want. I usually have that on. I haven't used it in a bit. But uh, all righty. That's all I got. Uh, get ready for a little stolen ESO conversation.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you, though, no, Colin. I, I've i kind of jumped back into ESO, not Skyrim, but I'm uh, I'm joining the Thieves Guild in there.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make a cup of coffee. 30, I'll so... be back
1: in here in just a second. So yeah, I'll...
2: I'm going to take a bit break, too. I'll be back.
1: Yeah, the That's Thieves it. Guild is a little more thiefy. If that makes sense.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I haven't really uh, hasn't really got a draw for me because my character right. is not a, a bad guy. Well, I say bad guy. He's not a thief. So, I mean, I think his ledger remains seven. I think.
1: Yeah, well, that's where mine's at right now because I had to pull uh, one of my um, my old uh, Nightblade, and I hadn't really done a whole lot because there really wasn't anything to do as a um, as a thief before. Um, you know I mean yeah you could go around picking pockets and stealing but there's like I didn't really see any um, any benefit to it except just getting money you know what I mean
2: yeah I mean the that ledger main thing had um, they had some pretty good um, passives uh, was it um, sneaking cost less stamina or something like that yeah um, um, I
1: also built a set of um, Knight's Calling, I think it's the um, the armor set is called, and uh, when you have five pieces, um, you can actually run while um, sneaking. You can't sprint, but you can run.
2: Yeah, you um.
1: You don't get the speed penalty.
2: That's it. Yeah, uh, it was. I think you need two traits. Two, yeah, two that, traits yeah, together.
1: All you need is two traits. so it's really nice. And then on top of that, I have some. Um, uh, Julianus, um, four pieces of that.
2: Well, wow. Julianus, is that
1: where you? Have you gone to um, Rothgar? Yeah, that's in Rothgar.
2: Yeah, yeah, I had the Briarheart stuff. Okay, because I had, I was doing the. Uh, I'm because I'm maxing out my character and completely maxing them out. So I've got him to level fifty and everything apart from. The bow, which is understandable, and, bow and,
1: and yeah, so it's not fun.
2: Yeah, so uh, apart from the bow and apart from the restoration stuff so um, I've got him to level fifty in two-handed, uh, in one-handed sword and shield, uh, destruction st- uh, staff, and dual wield. I just have so the have bow. The, so have
1: the destruction staff
2: up to fifty. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I've got heavy armor and medium armor up to fifty. Um, just have to get light armor up to fifty now as well. I'm okay. going to turn them into a. Was it, I'm going to cash in, like you know, because you can pay to get all your skill points back. Yeah. And, and redistribute dis- redistribute them. So I'm going to do that and how then how turn into How much do you have to pay
1: 100. on yours?
2: Um,
1: go 3, gold.
2: Yeah, well, that's the first time. You do it, try and do it the second time, it goes up to, like, 10,000 gold.
1: Oh, holy smokes. Okay, I, I didn't realize that it, it kept it's, going up it, every time.
2: Yeah, it's 3,000 gold for your, sorry, for your skill points. But if you want to change your attributes, your, you know, your magic or your health and your stamina...
1: Oh, I th- I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about champion points.
2: Oh, no, no. Champion points is 3,000. Your skill okay. points is 3,000. But... If you want to change attributes as well, which is your magicka, your stamina, and your health, mm-hmm. um, that's ten thousand gold.
1: Okay, because I thought I thought that was just all based on how many points you actually had.
2: No, you can sort of like um, invest them wherever you want.
1: Okay. Well, no, I just I, I thought the cost was based on how many how many actual points you have to distribute. So uh, okay.
2: I think it's it's always the same, but um, if you go to the um, the crown store, you can mm-hmm. buy a scroll to refund them all for. I think it's like a thousand crowns, and okay. seeing as I'm uh, I get like a thousand crowns a month. I
1: think you get
2: fifteen hundred, <laughs> right? English, <laughs>
1: because it's um, you pay fifteen dollars a month, so it should be fifteen hundred crowns.
2: I don't pay fifteen dollars. It's um, it's in English money. So right. was it eight eight pounds. So it was probably eight hundred crowns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, I think it's always if you're if you're a member, it's always fifteen hundred.
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not too sure how much it was, but uh, I get a lot of crowns every month. Uh, I think I have like seventy thousand crowns.
1: Oh wow! So you can pretty much. I've buy never, you yeah, know, I've never.
2: Yeah, I, I, haven't, I, I, the only thing I bought was the uh, the corso horse, the black mm-hmm. horse, or the, the flame course or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I've been in a while. Basically, the flaming horse.
1: Right, and you said you bought all the um the armor. Uh, what
2: are those called? The motifs. No, no, they, I, I haven't bought them all. I've found most of them.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I uh, did. I buy one.
1: Cause I thought you said you purchased like the ancient ancient elf and stuff like that. Because no, it just, I su- you had all these.
2: No, I sold it. Oh. <laughs> I fu- I found one and then I found another one. That's I was boasting because I found one and then I sold it for like fifteen thousand gold. No. Wow. Fifty fifty thousand gold, I think it was. Where did you find that? Uh, you find them in Dwemer ruins. Go in and you know the little tiny pots.
1: Yeah, well, in in the Dwemer ruins, I always find the um what are those called? I always want to say like Spartan, but it's, um, uh, I forget what it's called, because I know the Dwemer Ruins gives you a specific one, but I, I haven't been able to find like Barbarian and Ancient Elf and stuff like
2: that. Well, yeah, they're really, they're they actually are super, they're purples, so they're super rare, Um, but you've got to look in every single pot. I have Barbaric and Ancient Elf now, I found okay. a second a second book wh- for Agent Elf, so I sold that one and I got a huge chunk of money for it. As I said, right. I think it was like fifty thousand gold or something like that mm-hmm. when I sold it. Oh. so yeah, keep on checking Dwemer ruins and uh, to you'll keep find, working. Yeah, because you know you can find like uh, what was it? I go through there and I find a ton of uh, provisioning rep- recipes.
1: Yeah, yeah, you do find a lot of those, um, and I'm I'm actually all the way to um, Grotwood um, with my uh, VR12 character, so uh, I'm having fun with that guy. But since Steve's Guild came, thieves the thieves Guild came out, I've been having fun with my my other uh, my uh, dark elf nightblade. So yeah. I'm thinking of picking up a, um, a a staff of fire, the fire staff. And yep. since um, uh, I get bonuses with fire damage, and on one of my weapons, I actually have uh, I put a fire uh, fire damage rune which is really nice, and then um, I, uh, in my champion points, I've invested a lot into Thermitager, whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
2: can't pronounce it either.
1: <laughs> but it does; it actually adds to the amount of damage that you do, so fire really does a lot of damage for that character.
2: Yeah, definitely. There was a, to say a good one is uh, either um, uh, I think it's Dark Elf, uh, Dragon Knight and because uh, dark elves do more fire damage so did and then Dragon Knights do even more fire damage okay. uh, and then so, you can choose your champion points as well so Dark
1: me. Elf Dragon Knight would be a really good <laughs> combo there
2: yeah uh, because you get loads of fire damage Because um, that's basically all his ma- what a Dragon Knight does is does all his magical damage with fire okay uh, and um, you've, you've even got one which it drops down as standard and basically it, it nearly re, it says that it gives you back like 30% of your Magicka or something like that mm-hmm. but with all the other passives you're doing so much magic damage uh, in one shot against these enemies that are surrounding you that with all the, it basically it gives you all your Magicka all your stamina and all your health back in one move
1: Wow, that is nice. It so does, basically, you just keep just basically you just sit there and just keep doing that same thing.
2: Well, no, that's your ultimate, your uh, your oh, standard. Oh, your, is your oh, ultimate. Your, oh, okay. So you got to build that up. Okay. You got to you build that up, but then w- once you drop that down, that just builds your. Oh, as I said, everything, all your stats back up because you have all the passives. Oh, I have all the passives from the heavy armor, and all the passives from the magic damage. That when you do a certain amount of damage with magica, it gives you back more magica, and okay. Did
1: you gives also you... build up your, your fighter's guild. Uh,
2: you the the passers and the fighters guild. Yes, I've got those yeah. as well. Yeah, I've sure. got them all. Apart from the ones where you can get bounties in Cyrodiil, because I'm am okay. re- rarely in Cyrodiil. Yeah,
1: so when one of those gates opens up, you just you probably just dominate. Yeah, you're... I. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, go on. Well, I was just just gonna say because um, basically you got Daedra all around you, and um, when you hit Daedra, your um, your uh, your ultimate recharges a lot faster, and you get extras for critical strikes and everything. And so, I mean, it's got to be pretty easy.
2: Yeah, you. I run if I'm up against Daedra, like if I'm going through Cyrodiil or not Cyrodiil, um the Imperial City. Uh, right. You run through. You use a lot of the. Um, Silver bolts, Um, and I think there's another one that's really, really good. Um, I don't like to use ones that you can lay down on the floor, which that within that certain area do more damage and take less damage. But um, no, I don't have caltrops. Caltrops is in the the thingy tree, um, the the P tree. Yeah, yeah in siege in the pvp and i haven't got, quite got there yet I haven't got enough to be able to get caltrops a lot of people seem
1: to like caltrops
2: it has a huge area of effect and it's really cheap
0: <laughs> thanks for listening to this episode of A Skyrim addict you can find all of our contact information youtube channel information as well as other shows over at asapodcasting.com including our newest show the fallout feed Special thanks to Claire Lafar for the show's artwork. You can find her stuff at etsy.com slash mayafireprints, M-A-I-A-F-I-R-E-P-R-I-N-T-S. And a thank you to Dan Bull for the use of his music in the roundtable opening and close. You can find him on YouTube or iTunes. Just search Dan Bull. Once again, thanks for listening and uh, later, everyone.